Over the years, I've gotten better building furniture that we bought from IKEA. Or should I say, my skills at following directions, assembling the pieces, following that wordless manual have improved. Given that IKEA furniture is set around the world, they figured out how to describe in this manual with no words exactly how to build the products. Well, I've been thinking a lot about that since Hanok Piven, the world-famous Israeli artist, taught a seminar for our students and our adults right at the very beginning of the pandemic. It was his approach to creating art from found in everyday objects and his talk about creativity and the notion that art is about creating something new without a map and without a manual that got me thinking. It was his insights about art that made me realize that far too many people in the Jewish world think of Judaism like IKEA furniture. They think there exists an instruction manual that describes how each and every aspect of Judaism must be constructed. Holidays, rituals, services, even belief. And of course, those who hold this belief claim that they have the authentic manual and their reading of it is true, accurate, and of course, authentic. Regrettably, those who claim that, that they hold the authentic instructions then demand from everyone that we do it their way, without change, without alteration, without any innovation. They demand conformity in the name of tradition. This approach doesn't want creativity. It doesn't want any independent thought. It wants obedience. And it wants followers. And when people don't follow, they're accused of being less than. And this approach of adhering to some mythic description of what it means to be and practice Judaism is a distorted vision of the past. Let me say it clearly. It is legend, and it is fiction. And yes, I know there are some contemporary forms of Judaism that have made some minor alterations. But they always justify their changes by just quoting a different portion of the same mythic text, that same mythic manual. They look to that myth, and maybe they skip on a step or two, but they never question the validity of the manual or the assumptions that are embedded in it. Just quoting a, a different verse or a different rabbi doesn't challenge nor change the authority structure that is central to mythic Judaism. And by quoting the past, it just continues to affirm that the past holds all the keys for the future. The power of the past and the pull of tradition has meant that Judaism continues to be defined by what was rather than what needs to be. This attitude that the past is a source of wisdom is, is promoted in subtle and, and not so subtle ways. And this approach gives power to the most traditional in our Jewish communities, allowing them to dictate to everyone what is and isn't authentic. It undermines creativity and change that is so desperately needed. And more, it leads many Jews to believe that they are less than, that they're not observant enough or traditional enough, and worse, they come to see that there is no place for them within the Jewish community. And frankly, 
because of this, I absolutely understand why people are throwing up their hands and saying, Judaism doesn't speak to me. It doesn't enhance my life. It doesn't help me address the challenges of the modern age. And worse is when we, are, we require our children to learn these worn-out traditions, somehow pretending that they will, those worn-out traditions will serve them well in a rapidly changing world. We do a disservice to ourselves and to our descendants when we pretend that our ancestors' words are more insightful or meaningful than our own. Just as art requires risk and growth and seeing with new eyes and a willingness to discard that which is tired and worn out for something new and fresh, so too does the Jewish experience of today need that same willingness, that same willingness to risk, to, to try something new, and the courage to cast aside that which is old, that which is tired, worn out, reflective of another time and another age. But more than just casting out, we must create and we must invent. We must give voice to new ideas informed by the knowledge and information and insights of today. If the religious enterprise is going to be of any value, it must address fundamental beliefs and values. It needs to help us face questions about life and death, purpose and meaning, truth and relevance. Judaism needs to be less about rituals and incantations and more about wrestling with the moral and personal challenges that we all face. Change is needed. But be clear, for me, this isn't about keeping Judaism around for another generation, simply to keep it around. It's about creating something valuable and worthwhile. And to help understand the shift that I believe needs to take place, I want to suggest that it's time to see Judaism and Jewishness, Judaism and Jewishness, as two different concepts, two different aspects of our people, how we see ourselves and how we define who we are. By making this distinction, there can be greater clarity in our communal conversations, but more, this distinction recognizes that change is a historic reality rather than the myth of rigidity that dominates. In, in this construct, understand that the term Judaism, to be static and fixed, like that worn-out manual, rigid, and to be adhered to without any change. Well, Jewishness. Jewishness is the ongoing, evolving experience of the Jewish people. How we really lived, without constraint, without being beholden to the dictates of the past or the beliefs of an ancient people. While Judaism is, is calcified and hardened, unchanging, Jewishness is flexible and it's nimble and changes as change is required. Judaism shackles individual choice and autonomy, while Jewishness celebrates a person's right to make his or her own decisions about the lives they are leading. Judaism? Judaism looks back. But Jewishness? Jewishness looks to the future. Jewishness will continue if it is open to change, creativity, it won't necessarily look the same, but it'll be stronger, and it will be more authentic.
Change is happening as at an exponential rate, having begun centuries ago, when our thinkers began to break the stranglehold of the religious doctrine and religious authority. And the change of which I'm talking about, I'm, I'm talking about more than technology. I'm talking about the kind of changes about how we understand what it means to be human. Change which proclaims without apology that morality and truth aren't found in some ancient scrolls. But rather, truth is revealed through search and research, investigation. It's a human activity. But even then, the answers we uncover, they're not fixed for all time. New information and new understanding demands that we continually rethink our assumptions. It requires us to leave the superstitions of the pasts and the unfounded assumptions of beliefs where they belong in the dustbin of history. Change challenges us to shake off the, the shackles of the past and ask us to be more open, more accepting, more tolerant. True change within the religious enterprise is more than adopting a, a st streaming services or, or changing a melody to an old song. It's about belief. It's about authority. It's about power. It is about empowerment. True change celebrates that each of us, each of us, all human beings are empowered to decide for themselves who we are and how we're going to live our lives. Now, it should be noted that Judaism and Jewishness have been in tension with one another frequently over time. For those who promote Judaism, the notion of Jewishness is very disconcerting, for it challenges the power structure. It challenges authority structure from tradition and the past to the people and the present. Sure, Judaism, Jewishness is more complicated than Judaism, for it doesn't reside in some book or in some manual. It is an expression of people's lives. It's how we live. It lives in our hearts and it lives in our minds. It's less specific, less certain, messier, for it is organic and it is evolving. And it's scary. It is scary because it likely will not look the same from generation to generation. For Jewishness is not about what rituals one engages in, but rather how one lives one's life. Jewishness is based upon human authority. It's grassroots created by people every day through the traditions they make, based on the values they hold and the values that give meaning and purpose to their lives. With the new year about to begin, it is time for us to make a commitment, to embrace change, to celebrate creativity, to demand of the organized Jewish community to let go of yesterday so that tomorrow can spring fresh and new. It is a willingness to discard that which is old, that which is worn out, to allow the unfolding of the Jewish people to happen. No maps, no manuals, just a keen eye and a sharp mind. Mm.